Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the Hold Paris... it now, wait, hold it. That's played out. Hit it! Now pity the fool. Living in the 80s. My name's Casey Kasem, and I'm all set to count down the most popular songs in the USA. I want my MTV! Does Theo have to live here? Just say no. Hello, all. Face, you're a neo-maxi-zoom dweeby. Woo! It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Hey, where's the meat? I'm a very lucky one. So am I. Live from Members Only Studios, welcome to Living in the 80s, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with the 1980s, the best that we remember. Well, it is one of the rare times I am alone. My tribe is all elsewhere, and it is just me this week. So if you tuned in for pure energy, the self-deprecating magnetism of Snowball, or the incredible knowledge of Kevin, my apologies, but you get just me this week. This is our annual Christmas episode, and there's lots going on right now and thought it would probably be easier to give the guys a break and to just fly solo this week. So if you've listened to the podcast regularly, you'll know that I recently bought a house, and it's Christmas time, and by the time you have heard this podcast, I just got married. I'm going to attempt to get Angie on the podcast at some point, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Even though she has an extensive knowledge of 80s pop culture and maybe the biggest Matlock fan ever, getting her to do the podcast will be a bigger challenge. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. And as we like to do around here, we're going to do a little thing I like to call 80s Rewind. This is the part of the podcast where we go through something that happened to us within the last week or so that reminded us of the 80s. So keeping in the theme of Christmas, there's a great movie I caught this week. It originally came out in 2021, and I did watch it then, but got to rewatch it the other night, and it's just fantastic. The movie is called 8-Bit, and it stars Neil Patrick Harris as an adult telling his preteen daughter about his quest to get a Nintendo gaming system when he was her age in about 1989. It borrows some of the formula of a Christmas story and maybe with a hint of Princess Bride in it, but any kid of the 80s would like and appreciate this movie for the nostalgia, for the accuracy of the music and the times. And it's just a great story, uh, very heartwarming, and I give it a two thumbs up. So your homework this week is Catch 8-Bit. You can find it on Max or HBO Max or whatever they call it this week. It also is airing on TBS, the Cartoon Network, and TNT. So check your local listings. You should be able to find it there. Great movie. I think you'll be entertained, and it's pretty safe to watch with the kids. So check out. 8-bit. We're going to take a brief time out and when I come back I'm going to talk about 
some of my favorite Christmas songs of the 1980s. Shall we play a game? Hi, I'm Joel McLaughlin, the most excellent host of Living in the Retro Arcade. If you're into video games from the 70s to current day, this is the show for you. We'll talk about technical aspects of the games as well as memories, the best that we can remember them. That's Living in the Retro Arcade, available on all popular podcast platforms. Welcome back to Living in the 80s. This week we are going to be counting down some of my favorite Christmas songs of the 1980s, but there are rules. The songs we're going to be talking about today are going to be songs that are original songs from the 80s. So many Christmas songs have been sung over the years that are covers upon covers upon covers. These songs were originally, the songs we're talking about today are going to be songs that were originally released in the 1980s. If we were doing some cover tunes, I would certainly have had to have included Merry Christmas, Please Come Home by U2, Jingle Bell Rock by Daryl Hall and John Oates, Little Drummer Boy by Bob Seger, Winter Wonderland by The Eurythmics, Run Rudolph Run by Brian Adams, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by John Mellencamp, Oh Holy Night by John Anderson, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. But we're not talking about those this week. We're only talking about original tunes from the 1980s. My first thought was to get Billboard's top 10 Christmas songs of the 1980s and just talk about them. I searched all over and could not find such a list, so then I thought, I'll make my own list. So keep in mind, this is just my list. Your list may be totally different. I'm going to talk about each song, and due to copyright laws, I can only play a brief sample. If you're listening to this on Star 107.9 or on Roundtown Radio, you're going to hear the songs in their entirety. We're going to do this countdown style, and we're going to start off with... Number 10. The number 10 song comes to us courtesy of the first lady of contemporary Christian music, Amy Grant. This song has become a Christmas time staple for me personally. It is from her 1983 album entitled A Christmas Album. Here is Amy Grant with Tennessee Christmas. Well, I know there's more snow up in Colorado than my roof will ever see. But a tender Tennessee Christmas Number nine. Because we pride ourselves in our eclectic taste in music around here, our number nine song transitions from Amy Grant to the Ramones. This song was originally recorded in 1987, but then included on their 1989 album Brain Drain. Uh, It has a great music video. The couple is fighting and then they make up on... The couple is fighting on Christmas Eve, and then they make up, and then they're fighting again. Thank you, Ramones. From 1989, here is the Ramones with Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight. Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight. Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight. 
number eight. You can't make a countdown of 80s Christmas songs without including this one. This song includes a who's who of British musicians in the mid-1980s, including members of U2, the Boomtown Rats, Ultravox, Bananarama, Culture Club, Heaven 17, Spandau Ballet, Wham, Duran Duran, The Police, Paul Young, Phil Collins, and on and on. Do They Know It's Christmas is a charity song written in 1984 by Bob Geldof and Midgeur to raise money for the famine in Ethiopia. I remember when this song was released. It was a huge deal. I couldn't get enough of it. And it may be just about the most overplayed Christmas song of the decade. Years later, listening back to it, it is a bit nostalgic because of all of the artists represented and the time period it was recorded. In Great Britain, the song entered the charts several times throughout the rest of the decade, and by 1989, it had sold 11.7 million copies worldwide. From 1984, here is Band-Aid with Do They Know It's Christmas. Number seven. Our number seven song is actually the song on this countdown, which charted higher than any other of the songs we're talking about today during the 1980s, peaking at number seven. There's a little more to unpack about that one. We'll talk about that later. This song is an autobiographical account of a true encounter that happened to Dan Fogelberg. He had dated a girl in high school, Jill Anderson, both graduated from Woodruff High School in Peoria, Illinois in the class of 1969. This encounter happened in 1975 when they were both home visiting family for Christmas and they ran into each other in a grocery store. It was an innocent meeting, like two friends, they were just catching up. They tried to find a bar to get some drinks, they couldn't find one open, so they went to a liquor store, bought a six-pack of beer sat in her car, and talked and laughed for two hours. Nothing inappropriate happened at the end of the conversation. They both went their separate ways, and as the song tells it, on his way home, the snow turned into rain, which actually is true as well. There was never a video made for this song, but there is a pretty cool fan-made video that I always post on the Living in the 80s Facebook page every Christmas Eve. And I'll do it again this year. So on Christmas Eve, go to the Living in the 80s Facebook page and you'll be able to see that. I've always loved this song and I listen to it pretty frequently during this time of year. From 1980 and his album The Innocent Age, here is Dan Fogelberg with Same Old Lang Syne.
Number six. Confession time. I never heard this song in the 80s. In fact, I didn't hear it until just a couple years ago when my good friend Debbie Connor introduced us to this song. Debbie and I did a podcast in 2021 where we took turns talking about some of our favorite Christmas songs with a little different format than we have here today where we're just talking about original Christmas songs. We talked about lots of 80s Christmas songs on that podcast. So that I don't have to reinvent the wheel, let's go back in time to 2021 hearing Debbie talking about this next song. Uh, This song is Driving Home for Christmas by Chris Wright. It was recorded and released in 1988. And up until last year, I had not heard this song. And the first time I heard it, I absolutely fell in love with it. There's something about the sound and the tone of his voice and how he's singing that just makes me smile. Um, It was originally released in 1986 as a B-side to his single Hello Friend. Uh, but then a re-recorded version uh, was released in 1988, and that's the version that we listen to today. Um, and he wrote this when his wife had picked him up um, from working in London at the studio, and he did not. The, the studio was not paying for him to take the train to and from his house, which was a decent drive away. So his wife had picked him up, and they were sitting in traffic on their way home, and. They were just stuck, not moving. The snow was falling. He started looking at the other drivers and realized that they all looked absolutely miserable sitting in traffic. And he jokingly started singing, we're driving home for Christmas, and then realized that he had something there. And anytime they stopped under additional street lights and the lights shone inside the car, he would write down a few more lines. So that, that song was actually written while he was driving home for Christmas and stuck in the car. That was the first half of this week's podcast. We're going to take a brief time out and we'll be right back with our top five. Thank you for listening to Living in the 80s. We want to take this opportunity to thank all of those that helped make this possible. First and foremost, we want to thank Spotify for Podcasters for providing this platform, as well as Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and about a dozen others. We also want to give a special thank you to Star1079.com and Roundtown Radio, where you can hear this podcast weekly. Also, be sure to check us out in our Facebook page, Living in the 80s. Most of all, we want to thank you for listening. Welcome back to Living in the 80s. We are in the home stretch of our top 10 countdown of 80s original Christmas songs. Number 5. The first song in our top 5 is an absolute classic. 
This song was released in 1987. It was part of the A Very Special Christmas album. You knew it had to show up on the countdown. It has appeared in such TV shows as Fresh Off the Boat, Lethal Weapon, the TV show, not the movie, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Neighbors, Chuck, Everybody Hates Chris, and even The Office. It has showed up in several Christmas movies as well, including Holiday Rush, The Grinch, Daddy's Home 2, How to Be Single, and Less Than Zero. It also appears in the 1988 Christmas classic Die Hard. Originally, the band did not want to do the song, but their publicist, Bill Adler, convinced them to release it after DJ Jam Master Jay sampled Clarence Clemens' Backdoor Santa, and the boys were suddenly on board as they absolutely loved it. Yes, I'm talking about none other than Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. trees decorate the house with lights at night snows on the ground snow white so bright in the fireplace is the yule log beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog the rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of carols like each and every year we bust christmas carols carols. number four i really can't say enough about our number four song it is as iconic as anything in the 80s So you have MTV in its first few months. You have the DJs. You have the people behind the camera. You have the office staff. You've got everyone at a Christmas party having a great time. And you've got Billy Squire there who was at the top of his game at this point. From 1981, here is Christmas is a Time to Say I Love You. Number three. The number three song is a song that has certainly grown on me over the years. When I initially heard it, when it was released in 1984, I really wasn't a fan. But as it gets played every year around Christmas time, along the way I began to like it. And now it is the number three ranked song on my personal list here. This song has been covered by Ashley Tisdale, Coldplay, Kim Wilde, Jimmy Eat World, Kylie Minogue, Carly Rae Jespin, and Travis Kelsey's girlfriend, Taylor Swift. When it was released in 1984, it did not chart in the U.S. However, it has charted several times since. Earlier in the podcast, we were talking about Dan Fogelberg's Old Lang Syne, how it was the highest charting Christmas song on our list from the 80s and that is true in the 80s this song did not chart in the US however 
It charted in 2016, 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and 23. 2022, it peaked at number four. Yes, this is a whole 37 years after it was initially released. And this year, at the time we're recording this, it is currently again at number four. It has a chance to make it to number one. In the video, there are a few cameos, including their backup singers who went on to have a minor career of their own, Pepsi and Shirley. Spandau Ballet bassist Martin Kemp is also in the video. And it looks like it could be a Gap ad. Everyone is dressed very 80s. So if you want to see an 80s time capsule, check out this video. Of course, I am talking about Last Christmas by Wham. Number two. I have often said that the number two song is my favorite Christmas song, but there is one that has kind of overtaken that, and obviously that's going to be our number one song today. But this is still a great song in my opinion. This song always gets played a lot during this time of year, and it's sort of controversial. Some people love it, some people hate it. I love it. It's a great song, very fun, very festive. It's currently number 47 on the charts. It was originally released at the end of 1979, but I didn't hear it till the 80s. But I don't even care because I love the song and it's close enough. Here is former Beatle Paul McCartney with Wonderful Christmas Time. The party's on, the feeling's here, that only comes to time of year. Number one. Yes, we are at number one. This is a song that I've always liked, but it feels like this year, whenever this song comes on, it seems especially festive to me. It's about a woman that meets a guy at a ski shop and gets his number. As the year goes by, they make dates, but for different reasons, they can't seem to get together. The woman is exhausted and ready to spend Christmas alone, but but when she goes out for cranberry sauce to complete her meal, she runs into this guy and finds out he is also spending the holidays alone. Finally, they get together, giving her a Merry Christmas after all. The title is a play on Christmas rapping, the 1979 hit by Curtis Blow that was the first rap song released on a major label. And yes, we found a way to mention Curtis Blow three podcasts in a row. In 1981, rap music was just starting to enter the mainstream, and the waitresses used a spoken style that could be considered rapping. So, from 1981, here are the waitresses with Christmas rapping.
So there you have it. That is my countdown of my favorite original 80s Christmas songs. Now I would like to mention some other songs that could have made the list, but not quite my personal top 10. 2,000 Miles by The Pretenders, Christmas Time by Brian Adams, and Thank God It's Christmas by Queen, as well as the aforementioned Christmas Rappin' by Curtis Blow. Technically 1979. I didn't hear it till the 80s. Some other songs I would like to mention are songs that predate the 1980s and very well would have made this list if they had been released during the decade. Please Come Home for Christmas by the Eagles, Step Into Christmas by Elton John, Father Christmas by the Kinks, I Believe in Father Christmas by Greg Lake, and Merry Christmas Everybody by Slade. So we're going to close the podcast out now. Uh, I wanted to thank you all for listening throughout the year. I wanted to thank everyone that has contributed to the podcast. Of course, the regular guys, Matt, Mike, and Kevin. And there are several that made an appearance throughout the year. I am not going to try to mention all of them because I'm sure I will leave someone out. Again, thank you to everyone that makes this podcast continue to roll. Whether you are a contributor to the podcast or a listener, it's all appreciated. I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and a very happy new year. We'll be back after the first of the year sometime, and we will get back in our normal groove. Until then, we're going to close with a song that I just love. We've talked about it twice already on this podcast. So here is... Curtis Blow with Christmas Wrapping. Thank you all. Take care. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Don't you give me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. 